The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. My friends are degenerates, but I never change them. Liars, cheats, and hypocrites, not the time for saving. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. Glad to have you on board the Blitz. Second hour of the program going down right now. Fred Fowler, A.J., off today. You've been listening to the show. You already knew that. You got the Fred, not the Fowler. You got the Davis. Fred Davis filling in. Henry Thomas, he'll be in when he gets in. Henry, you know, listen, when you're a 14-year NFL veteran with 93 and a half career sacks of the quarterback, you do what you want on your time. So, Henry Thomas, the pride of the fo-fo, will be with us any minute. Let's go out to the uh, HRNP listener line. Welcome to the program, Mickey. Mickey! What it do? Mickey! No. Mickey going once. Mickey going twice. Mickey! Gone. No Mickey. No Mickey, no cry. No Mickey, no cry. You guys ever heard that version? That's a remix. It's a, it was a B-side. Not a lot of people talked about it. I think uh, actually Bob talked about it on one of his uh, final interviews. Just never quite took off the way he thought it was. Trying to you know penetrate another market. Just never quite took off like he thought it would. Um, Hey, Aaron on the one, twos, and threes. I'm Fred Davis. Uh, we're going to be ranking top five moms at some point during the show as well. Top five moms of all time in honor of Mother's Day going down this Friday. We threw out, uh, give us your mom stories, and we've had Andy. He called to tell us a story about how he said something inappropriate uh, at Thanksgiving because of something he heard on, on what, what did he say? It was, uh, what was it, a, a movie he heard? No, The Rock. The Rock. That's what it was, The Rock. So I was, oh man, I was like nine or 10. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I was that old, eight or nine. And everybody remembers two live. Well, some people maybe remember two live crew. And they had that song that everybody remembers, the old family favorite, Me So Horny. And so when you're eight or nine years old, you don't know what being horny means. At least I didn't. All right. So, you know, this was back in the days of Fab Five Freddy and Yo! MTV Raps which came on after school. So your boy's watching UMTV raps, late 80s, early 90s, whatever it was. And, of course, you know, Ed Lover and Dr. Dre played Me So Horny. Two live crew. So I hear that, and I'm like, that's catchy. I like it. I don't know what Me So Horny means, but Me So Horny. Nine-year-old Fred, Me So Horny. And, uh, and my grandparents had a swimming pool, so what is, you know, we go out, we get done watching, uh, we get done watching Yo! MTV raps. My mom, my grandmother, and I think a couple of my aunts were out there. And uh, everybody's jumping off the diving board, screaming stuff. What does Fred scream when he jumps off the diving board? Me so horny. <laughs> Splash. I get out of that pool. My grandma, Shirley, rest in peace, God love her, looked at me and said, what did you just say? I said, me so horny. <laughs> no, Freddie, you can't say that. You have no idea what that means. So yeah, so that there's your uh, there's your mom story right there. Shout out to Grandma Shirley. Um, 
Rockets are in great shape right now. What do I mean by that? Well, if, again, if you listen to the uh, the press box prior to, and, and if you're a good ESPN 97.5 listener, as we know most of you are, you did. And so, listen, the tank is on. All right? It's not even, listen, the Rockets aren't even tanking. The Rockets just aren't good. That's what, that's what I appreciate about what the Rockets are doing right now. Like, they're just not a good basketball team. And what I like about what the Rockets are doing is, I mean, right now, and I'll tell you what, what a great website. I mean, uh, again, going back to this internet thing, like I said, if you guys haven't checked this thing out yet, I strongly urge you to do so. Uh, tankathon.com, maybe you're familiar with it, maybe you're not. Houston right now is in the driver's seat with the worst record in the National Basketball Association at 16-50 and 50 with, don't talk about breathing room, four games worse than the Detroit Pistons. Can we just fold Detroit? I mean, it, what, the Pistons haven't been, well, okay, the Pistons were last relevant in what, 04, when they upset the Lakers? With what a lot of people would say, well, there was no superstar on that team. But you had a great, you had a collection of a lot of really, really good dudes, right? So Detroit sucks. Uh, Minnesota, they've been garbage forever. I mean, I, you could fold that team and nobody would care. Uh, Oklahoma City, Sam Presti continues to get, Sam Presti is the new Daryl Morey. Okay? Sam Presti is the new Daryl Morey. Because everybody lauds this guy for what he's done, but it's like, okay, you've traded away a bunch of talent and compiled a bunch of picks. Like, okay, great. I mean, if if this was the, you know, best pick league, then yeah, you'd be a champion. But you're not. All right. Uh, Sitting at number five right now is your Cleveland Cavaliers. They're tied with the Orlando Magic. Again, that's another team that could go away and nobody would care. And what's with the orange? When did did Orlando become orange? Uh, Toronto sitting at number seven. Uh, you got Chicago at number eight. Sacktown, again, there's another team that hasn't been good since the early 2000s in Arco Arena. I mean, again, if they folded, nobody would care. Uh, you could throw a cowbell out there and nobody would give a damn. New Orleans at number 10, Washington and Indiana. Indiana's a hot mess, too. Uh, saw their assistant coach, Greg Foster, uh, ready to go throw hands with uh, Bogdan Biogovich or whatever the hell his name is. Uh, you love to see it. You love to see professional athletes and their assistant coaches get into it. So that's a good example for the kids. Uh, let's go out to the HRP listener line. Let's go uh, to Lamont. He's got a Mother's Day story. This has got to be good. Uh, you ain't, you ain't calling me on cricket, are you? You said what? Yeah, I said you ain't calling me on cricket, are you? I got a little staticky there at first, just making sure. Oh, no, no, no. I'm just talking about uh, House Mafia. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Yeah, yeah. What you got? Uh, talking about Mother's Day stories. Uh, with me being uh, both of the Navy. Yes, sir. Uh, and my mother... I got a whole bunch of my mother's uh, 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 titties. I'm, I'm not a whole bunch. Uh, I'm not a sentimental type of person. Uh, you know, I don't do a, a whole bunch of mushy stuff. But after I went, uh, after I went through A school and uh, uh, you know, A, uh, a school after boot camp, and then I came home for my uh, came home for my two or three week leave. I think it was three week leave or whatever. And then uh, went back to my uh, what's come. I had never seen my mother cry, man. I never seen my mother leave. My mother was a beast. Uh, my mother was. My mother is uh, is solid. Yeah. So when when I was about to get and go to my duty station, uh, uh, you know, go to my command or whatever, she gave me a uh, a bag of coins that she had collected over the years. Uh, I'm like, coins, Mama, you collect coins? I mean, beast with my ass. But but she gave me a bag of coins and she cried and she told us. Uh, she loves me and told me she loved me. 
Hey, man, that's why I fuck with people uh, 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 all of my life, man, because I never seen it. Uh, I never seen my mom, uh, my mama like that. Uh, my mom is like, like, you know, she's real stern. Uh, right. You know, in the old age, right, man, you know, she's all, you know, cool with the grandkids and, you know, all that type of stuff, but, uh, yeah. But you've never, you've never yeah. seen your mom, basically what you're saying is you've never seen your mom be vulnerable. I've never seen my mom, uh, uh, I've never seen my mom, uh, uh, you know, show, you know, you know, uh, show emotion, man. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, my mom was all about, uh, uh, hey, man, hey, man, real talk, when we, when I was like nine or ten years old, we used to go to the warehouse or the, uh, uh, or, or the food stamp place or something. My mom was, uh, my mom was beating up the clerks and stuff. Uh, 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 she was that kind of woman. My mom was real tough. That's all I have, man. That's it. I appreciate you, Lamont. Thank you for your service as always. You got any good mom stories about Mama Mama Raybold? Uh, oh, man. Probably none that are appropriate for air because it's really? me doing stupid stuff. You got anything, like, emotional? Uh, not off the top of my head. You don't head, have any no. kids, so there's nothing emotional. I bet she was – she, did she say anything to you before? Were you the first uh, – do you have any brothers or sisters? Yeah, I got two sisters. Were you the first one to get married? Yeah. Would, was your mom emotional? Did she have any words of advice for you, you know, before your big day? Anything, any mother-son moment right there? Uh, I mean, she was emotional. Yeah. If she gave me any advice, like, that whole day was a blur. Yeah, that's like, what I hear. When you get married, it just, you wake up, and you're like, all right, I'm going to do this, this, and this. And all of a sudden, you look, and you're, like, getting in a car, the back of a car. Yeah. And all your friends are waving at you. You're like, wait, what the hell just happened? Oh, we just got married? Wait, what? <sighs> I did what now? Yeah, that's good And point. you have to you you have to look at the clock and go, I just woke up. I woke up at eight o'clock this morning. It's now midnight. And here I am. Where did that go? Shaking your head. The hell did I just do? I'm not going that far. It's like that line. It's like that line from Talking Heads. My like you God, you pay that much for I a done? big old party. That's it. I, and then yeah. all of a sudden, you all of a sudden you're in the car and you go, Hey, when, when we're we supposed to have a party with like food and beer. But and stuff? in fairness, though, didn't but your wife should have paid for that, right? The dad isn't that how? I mean, I don't know if I mean again, I don't no, know how that works. Oh, you did. Just the two of us. Yeah. Good for you. Good for you. I think you know what. I, I, listen. As a, somebody who's, you know, I mean, I don't know how I feel about marriage anymore at my age, but you know what? I, you know what I love about you, Aaron, is that being the young guy that you are, like, you you put off a strong vibe about, like, you know what? Being married's okay. Like, it's okay to be married. Because, I mean, listen, there's a lot of people that hate being married and just have nothing good to say about it. But I, you know what? You you give off a good vibe. I'm not, listen, I don't know. I'm going to do it, but I'll tell you what. I, it sure sounds like it's working for you. I mean, it is. It's all that matters. That's all that matters. Uh, Astros. I, I, did I give you guys my stat on why you should put money on the Astros tonight? All right. Hit me with it. Did you know that in their last six Friday games, your Houston Astros are 4-2? Boom. Huh? Listen, I, listen, people. This is all free advice I'm giving. Okay, this is. And you know where I found that? You know where I found that little little tidbit? The internet. This again. I don't know if the internet gives out endorsement deals, but hopefully by the end of this show, if we, I tell you what, if we can get the internet, can we get the internet on the show? See if we can find a, a contact for the internet. Seven one three internet. If you're listening, seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. If you're internet, if you're listening, we want to hear from you because we've heard nothing but good things. Again, Rockets in good shape. They're probably going to lose tonight. We hope they do. Listen, tank, 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 tank. 
Speaking of tanking, ain't no tanking going on here. Coming up next, Mike Babo from the Pitch Podcast talking all things baseball as good as anybody when it comes to talking all things national pastime. Mike Babo coming up next. That's A.A. Ron. I'm Fred Davis. This is ESPN 975. You're listening to The Blitz. Lock and roll, boys. On ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. All right, Freddie D, Aaron R. Henry Thomas is uh, efforting to get into the studio. Not that he can't get into the studio, it's just that Houston traffic... And, you know, for a guy like Henry Thomas, who's lived in Houston pretty much his entire life outside of the few years he was a professional football player in Minnesota, but he still made his off-season home in Houston. You know, you'd think Henry Thomas would be used to the traffic by now. We'll, we'll bust his chops when, uh, when he gets here. So, uh, without further ado, let's jump out to the HRNP listener line and talk all things baseball. Uh, he's the Pitch Podcast. You can find all of his ramblings, and uh, some of them, most of them are coherent, a few incoherent ones. Uh, if you hate the Raiders, all right, if you love the Raiders, either way, it's a great follow. The one, the only, Bitter Mike Babo. Bitter Mike! Happy Friday, sir. What's up, Freddie D? Uh, I'll tell you what's going on right now, man. I don't know if you have been listening to the program, but, uh, you know, and you and I did a podcast, uh, some time ago and listen, you know, you, you know, I'm not a big base, a big, a big better, but I don't know if you just heard the stat I just laid down. And if you're betting, you know, the, your kid's retirement or your kid's college or whatever, put it on the Astros tonight. Dude, I already heard four and two in the last six Fridays. I'm in. Come I'm on. in. Come on. That's it. That's I, mean, I know it's on monkey knife fight. You know it, right? Done. Done. Listen, when you when you want hard, cold-hitting analysis, this is the show you come to. This is the show Absolutely. you come to. Okay? Yeah, I mean, where else can you get stats like that? Where else can you get the internet. information? The internet, allegedly. <laughs> Apparently yeah, on I mean, the someone internet. Has to, ah. Someone has to disseminate that information. Someone to has hell with to them. go get it. To hell with and them. who else but us? To hell with them. That's why they come to us. All right, listen, let's get down to some baseball talk. Uh, the Astros lose two out of three to the Yankees. Bullpen, eh, not so great. Bats, eh. But I'll tell you what, they came back in a big way. Jose Altuve finally snapped out of it, just a atrocious slump that he'd been in. Um, right yeah. now, where are you at on these Houston Astros as they sit at, what, 15-13 and 13 right now in the season? Actually, I think they are 16-15 after the three-game series okay. with the Yankees. Listen, this has been a tale of two cities, to quote Charles Dickens. I mean, it was the worst, best of times and the worst of times. This team started off the hottest team in baseball, 6-1. and one. Then they went on a 1-9 and nine stretch. And then they go 8-3 and three before going to the Bronx. And then, of course, you know, two tough games to start. I mean, uh, uh, both, both starters uh, did very good jobs, uh, uh, too. But then they left it up to the bullpen. And then the bullpen just kind of threw up all over themselves. Uh, and, of course, you know, they, 
they tried to stop a buzzsaw that was Giancarlo Stanton, who's probably the hottest hitter on the planet right now. But there were there were some big plays in the game in in all three of those games. I mean, the first one was um, I think it was uh, in the uh, bottom. I think it was in the bottom of the uh, third inning or something like that, or, or uh, no, the bottom the bottom of the first with, with uh, Giancarlo Stanton. I mean, he uh, you know he when he took Zach Granke out when he floated a seventy two mile per hour hanging curveball with a big fat hit me sign on it. I mean, and he just smoked it into the left field bleachers. Um, and, uh, but the, but the real big play was in the bit, uh, bottom of sixth inning with DJ LeMahieu. He had the bases loaded two on two out, uh, on an O2 pitch in a swinging bunt down the third baseline and Bregman barehands it, throws it away. All three runners end up scoring. There was a collision at the plate involving catcher Martin Maldonado and, of course, the second baseman for the Yankees, Ruffin Ordur. Maldonado was roughed up. He had to leave the game. Ordur took the worst of it. He hyperextended his left leg. I don't think he uh, was uh, available for the rest of the series. And he had been kind of their rock when they were really struggling before the Yankees went on this hot streak. So, But, you know, it, it, was, a, it was a game of bullpens. I mean, the Yankees' bullpen, they, they certainly were much better in four innings. They only allowed four hits. And no walks, whereas the Houston bullpen in five innings, they gave up six runs and, excuse me, six hits and three earned runs and also walked five guys. The, the second game was more of the same. Jordan Montgomery for the Yankees, or at least Garcia for the, for the Astros, they left with a score tied. But again, the difference was the pen. The Yankees' pen, three innings, only allowed a walk, nothing else. But the Houston Astros' pen, three in the third inning, they allowed ten base runners and three earned runs. The big sequence there was, uh, I mean, that in the top of the fourth, the, the Astros had the bases loaded, nobody out, and the neat part of their uh, order with uh, Correa and Guriel, but Correa wrapped into a force play that only scored one run, and Guriel, even though he had an uh, RBI double to uh, score a run, Correa was cut down at the plate on a nice relay by uh, Brett Gardner, the left fielder, to Gio Urshela, the third baseman, who ended up throwing the ball to uh, to Sanchez, who surprisingly caught caught the relay and cut down Correa. So the Astros were up three um, two, you know, with that. And then of course in the bottom of the fifth, with two on and two out, for some reason Ryan Stanek decided to go ahead and pitch to Stanton uh, and just left a, a two seam fastball. He missed his spot. He, he was looking to throw it outside. It, it floated out over the inside part of the plate and stamped. Stanton hammered it into the left field corner, and that scored a couple of run, uh, scored a couple of runs. You know, and the Yankees went on to win that game. But of course, the, the retribution game was Game Three. Lance Cullers he drew the unenviable task of trying to match pitches with the, the Yankees ace Garrett Cole, and he did a very very good job. They both kept it close, and more importantly, the Yankee uh, the uh, the Astros batters uh, they only struck out four times against uh, Garrett Cole, which uh, I think he only struck out two. Through six, which is the least amount, least number of uh, strikeouts he had in an outing since 2017, but they got him to to get out of the game after 97 pitches and seven innings, and so the Yankees, it was their turn for the bullpen to blow up. Chad Green, he starts off by walking Kyle Tucker, who has been hitting 179. He's been struggling mightily, and uh, you know, and then of course Altuve with a huge three-run homer. To uh, take the lead for uh, for the Astros, 
in the top of the eighth. And then uh, Martin Maldonado, uh, he he backed it up with a two-run homer in the top of the ninth, and the, uh, the Astros went on to win that game and salvage the three-game series. So now they come back home. They're playing a hot Toronto uh, Blue Jays team uh, who have won seven of their last ten in five in a row. Uh, they just uh, split a four-game series against the A's. So they did the Astros a little bit of a favor because the Astros are chasing the A's. I think they're two games behind them in the AOS standing. Um, they, they come in with Marcus Simeon. He's been swinging a hot bat. I think he's raised his average up to 80 points in the last three weeks. And, of course, they get Randall Gritchett, the, the pride of Lamar Consolidated High School in Roseburg, Texas. He's not from the Fofo, but he is, uh, he's a Houston boy. So, uh, and they've got uh, Hinjin Ryu back, although he's going to – the Astros, lucky enough, they're going to miss him because he pitched yesterday. So, uh, look, this is a tough part of their schedule. They've got, uh, uh, they got a 10-game homestand. And uh, so it's going to be very, very important that they get off to a nice hot start. Uh, again, they, they, they're streaky, right? I mean, they, they win a lot and they lose a lot. and they, they, They're on one of their win streaks now, and so hopefully they'll, they'll keep it up. Let me ask you this, though, about Dusty Baker real quick. I want to get uh, two things before we're up against it. One, uh, just yeah. your, your thoughts right now on, on Dusty Baker. I know a lot of folks have been a little uh, kind of unnerved as to you know how he's, how he's handling the bullpen. I know a lot was made about the fact that he didn't go out and talk to the, you know, the, the, the pitcher a couple games ago. A, you know, from your experience watching Dusty Baker as a longtime Giants fan, I mean, you know, is this kind of going to be the par for the course for, you know, as the year rolls on? And uh, obviously, too, Albert Pujols getting the boot from Anaheim. Not a huge surprise, but it's just for a guy that's, you know, one of the greatest hitters of his era. You know, you hate to see him go out like that, but, I mean, I guess it's not a huge, huge surprise. Remember the Astro fans, there's nobody else you want managing this team, especially after what happened with uh, in New York than, than Dusty Baker. They still, have to, they still have to go back to Oakland. They still have to go to Los Angeles, uh, uh, face the Dodgers as well uh, in Los Angeles. I mean, this guy can manage the staff. I mean, he's, he's great in the regular season. And he's shown that he can manage a playoff se- a series, too. So I, I would, look, everybody who is struggling, the, including the, the Dodgers and the Royals and the Giants, these are teams that are either, either leading or, or should be leading their, their respective divisions. They're struggling right now because their bullpens are struggling. The teams that are hot are the ones that are letting their starters grow and go, like Philadelphia. Um, the, uh, Zach Wheeler just th- uh, tossed a two-hitch complete game shutout. And so the Astros right now are still letting their, uh, their starting staff get, get their sea legs under them. I mean, if, if they can start getting deeper into games, Luis Garcia only went four and a third, all right? He needs to get deeper into games. Mm-hmm. Zach Granke needs to get deeper. So, and as far as, uh, as far as Albert Pujols, it's, yes, it's not surprising. He was only hitting 198. He had only hit, uh, hit five home runs so far. And yes, he didn't. Uh, he, he certainly didn't want to be a bench player. But this is this is really a bad look for the Angels. For them to for, for them to do something, I had to think that that Albert at least said, "Hey, look, if you're not going to play me at all, I don't think there there are reports out there that Albert said that he wanted to play full time. Full time. Nothing could be further from the truth. Those reports are false. He wanted to play. Period. Mm-hmm. Okay. He didn't want to be buried in the end of the bench, and so he wants. He's a very, very proud man, okay? And this is baseball royalty. We're talking about someone who's got over 3,000 hits, who in his, uh, in his Angels career have, has surpassed the 500 and 600 home run milestone and 
There's nobody more philanthropic, nobody, nobody more community-oriented than Albert Pujols. He is not respected not only in the Angels clubhouse, he is respected throughout baseball. Mm-hmm. And I, I think a good landing spot for him would be Cleveland, maybe even Houston. Maybe even Houston. I know it's a dark horse, but listen, Jordan Alvarez is still, uh, you, you still don't know what you're going to get out of him. I mean, because he, he was, he was out all last year with his, with his double knees and, and it's a 162 game season. Yeah. So he can still play some first base, but I still think Cleveland is, is the best spot. I, hey, listen, I think it's an outside shot. The Royals take a, take a stab at him as well. Uh, because again, that's a, that's a young lineup. Yeah. And again, it's a D, you got the DH going on. Uh, I want to say he spent some time in Independence, Missouri, which is just outside of KC, as you know. So again, you never know. And again, obviously he had some, uh, the state of Missouri has been good to him. So he, uh, you know, if there's ever a place to go back to, I, I'm good with H Town as well. But, uh, I will be curious to see where he does end up though. Yeah. I, I, I want Albert deserves a farewell tour if this is his last year. He is that he has not said anything about this being his last year anyway. It's got to be though, right? The only person who said that was his wife, but in spring training, spring training, and she had to pull that Instagram post back within 24 hours. And so I still think Albert wants to play. Certainly, if this is his last year, I, I certainly hope that someone picks him up so that he can get the accolades and the love that he deserves. Well, but you know uh, Mike Babo, having been married now, what, 24 years, I believe, is what uh, I saw the Facebook post say the other day. If the wife says uh, that, 23, as of 23 happy years as of May 2nd. See, I'm, 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 giving, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm spotting you a year. Uh, if the yeah. wife says it, can't you? I mean, if the, wife, if the wife says at the beginning of the year this is his last season, can we kind of bank on that's going to be the case? <laughs> if Mama Pujols well, said it's a wrap. I mean, <laughs> look, Albert's probably got a vote, but he probably doesn't count. By the way, real quick, I'm not going to ask about your mom because I already know the story there. Any uh, Mama Babo? Any 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 uh, Mother's Day gifts or what's going down for Mother's Day weekend at the Babo house? Oh, we're probably going to go to a nice uh, Italian restaurant. Uh, me and uh, and V Rock and V Rock's mom uh, Sunday night. Oh, so, you get the uh, mother-in-law treatment too. Yeah, look at you. Good for you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And we'll Do leave that. that. And we'll leave that there. Uh, let the folks at home know. About hey, can I give you, hey, can I give you real quick? Can I, can I give you my top five uh, bombs? Oh, absolutely. Okay, here we go. Number five, June Cleaver. <laughs> All right. Number four, Margaret Cun- Margaret Cunningham from Happy Days, because <laughs> only she could make make Fonzie melt. Uh, number three, Marge Simpson. Okay. Number two, Sarah Connor. <laughs> And number one, V-Rock herself. That's a great. This dude said Sarah Connor at number two. The second greatest oh, mom yeah. of all time. That's great. I hadn't yeah. even thought of Sarah oh. Connor. Man, that's a good one. Man, that's a good butt. one. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Uh, Babo, <laughs> tell the folks at home where they can find you on Twitter as well as uh, your podcast. Uh, I'm on Twitter at the Bitter Mike. Our podcast is on Sports Guys 409. We are also uh, it's called the Pitch, and we are on the Backstage Pass. You can find us on uh, Facebook on the Backstage Backstage Pass, and also on our YouTube channel with the same name. There you go, the one, the only Bitter we're Mike. On. Hey, Thanks, buddy. Hey, man. Have a great weekend. We'll we'll talk to you soon. There you go. Bitter Mike Babbo. Like I said, follow him at the Bitter Mike, at the Bitter Mike. All right, coming up next, a couple things he had to say about your Houston Astros as well as top five moms and your mom's stories. And Henry Thomas 
efforting through Houston traffic as we speak. I think somebody caught him in the Galleria. Don't go anywhere. This is ESPN 97.5. Your home for sports is ESPN 97.5. is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. All is right in the world once again, ladies and gentlemen. The gentleman to my right, all he did was spend 14 years in the National Football League Starting, starting, two-time Pro Bowler, two-time All-Pro, 93-and-a-half career sacks, the most ever by a nose tackle in the history of the National Football League, a Bayou Bengal, an Eisenhower Eagle, swoop, swoop. and the pride of the foe-foe, Henry Thomas. What's happening, Houston? I know it's been a long time. It has been a long but time. But I'm back. Uh, <laughs> it's been a long time. Yeah, that, that, that traffic was brutal today. And, to you know, and I, I know you heard me probably bust your chops about it. I mean, for somebody that's lived in Houston for, you know. All my life. You know, longer than a little bit. Yeah. I expect better out of you. I expect but, you to at least know some kind of backdoor route. I mean, I know you, you know. But let, you, you guys realize I do have another gig. Oh, wait. I misspoke because I ain't getting paid for this. <laughs> so I can come in pretty much as as, as I please. And, uh, hey, Ron, you, you're not paying attention. I'm going to test you on the dump button. So get ready. I got I got some things to get off my chest. <laughs> I know you haven't been behind a microphone in a while, but you, you got to be like riding a bike. You got to remember those rules. Okay, all right. I'm, I'm gonna try to remember the rules, y'all. This is an HD show reunion. Yes, it uh, is of the of the highest order because the first time we did our show, the HD show on ESPN 97.5, you and I together way back when. Yes, a. Right. Aaron was our producer right. for a short amount of time. He yep. certainly was. A. A. Ron. He did our uh he did our promo show to just kinda, you know, see if we were worth a damn and then you were with us for about like what, a month and then you and then you uh, uh skedaddled. I didn't skedaddle. They pushed me to a different different time frame. Yeah. Uh, no, I thought you went to the other station. No. You guys were you guys have been here you were here for almost six months before I left. Oh were we? Yeah. Oh. Tyler took over. I was like a month or two months in, and then they yep. moved Tyler in and took me uh, out, put me on something else. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Sure. Lots happened in those five years, Henry Thomas. Do you remember where we were at five years ago? Five years ago, we're they had that big couch right there with that old humping. No, no, bag. no. I, I literally mean five years ago today. Five. Years Do ago you remember? To this day. What's the date? May seventh. May seventh. Five years ago to this day. Were you getting drunk in my house when? Close, uh, close. <laughs> very, very good uh, uh, suggestion. You and I went to that baseball game. We went to the Astros game. That's right. Right after that, we had the yeah. drink. Uh, now you know you being the large man that you are, you know dr- drinking is is you know you can drink. And whereas I had been drinking all day, 
because we had we, whatever seats those were. They, we had free booze yeah. as part of the as part of the deal. Free beer, and as a matter of fact, that was the night Canelo fought Amir Khan. If I'm not mistaken, laid him out, knocked him out that night, okay. and uh, that was the last night your boy. That was your last Fred, drink that, tonight. That's, that's right. I remember. <laughs> Woo! Oh, hey, the- let me give a quick shout out to Rudy's. <laughs> Good looking out. Boy, I tell you what. Good looking you out, Rudy. You are not lying about that. Shout out to Rudy's, man. Good night. Good night. It was a man. I'll tell you what. Five years. Time flies when you're having fun, boys and girls. Time flies when you're having fun. Uh, let me ask I'm you. Sorry, this. I missed Mike. You, you did miss Mike Babo. I just missed Babo. You I, did. You did. Mike gave his... Okay, so here's what we're doing. All right? We, we, right. we Top five moms. We're doing okay. mom stories, and we've had a few people chime in with theirs. All right? And then we've had people give their top five moms of all time. Oh, okay? So we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna rank the top five moms of all time. <laughs> Mike Babo had a just a legendary list. Uh, June Cleaver was on it. I remember that. I heard that. Uh, Sarah Connor was number two, which, Sarah. again... <laughs> She did birth John Connor. Something to be said for that. He did come back and kill the Terminator. Saved all of our oh, lives. Oh, that's Sarah essentially. Connor. I, yes. I thought he was talking about the Connors with the fat lady. No. <laughs> no, not that one. Not that. I think, I think she was just Roseanne. Oh, that was Roseanne. Roseanne. Okay, my she, bad. I'm I sorry. think she still kept her first name. Oh, got it. Uh, and then, of course, V-Rock, who we know, okay. uh, was number one. So, yeah. fair enough. I, I can certainly appreciate that. So, we'll get your top five moms. Okay. And your list. I know that's going to be hard for you. <laughs> Mother, I got it. I know. Ranking moms for you could get a little tricky I got when it. it's all said and done. Um, so I've got, yeah, we'll, we'll do that in the in the last hour as well. Let me ask you this. we got a couple calls. We're going to get to them on the other side. But I'm, I'm dying to get your thoughts. Uh, we had our boy Big Sarge talk earlier. And, again, this is you and I's first opportunity, really, to, to tell the folks in Houston what we think about the Houston Texans draft. I, think, I mean, and the thing is this, and you know this as well as anybody, all right? You, there's no sense in giving a grade. There's no sense in, I mean, all you can really give is, all right, did this fit a need? And, wow, didn't see that coming. And I think the one pick that we can all kind of look off, jump off the page at us, and maybe it does, maybe it doesn't, is the Davis Mills pick uh, being their first one in the third round. That's the quarterback, correct? That's the quarterback from Stanford. What, what's so wrong about that one? What, I'm not so? saying it's wrong. I'm just saying for me, all it meant was pretty much confirmed what we already pretty much knew was that if there was any any remote chance that Deshaun Watson was going to come back as a Houston Texans when you took Davis Mills uh, that pretty much slammed that door shut no I, I don't know about if I'm looking all into that it it to me it it made me feel like the Texans are starting to get smarter they're starting to see some things oh really look this guy may not be available let's do this this and this instead of just eh let's throw it up against the wall see what sticks so you felt like for the first time in, in a what probably since Brian Gain, there was an actual plan of attack Something. going into the draft. They saw it. They said, "Look, this may we don't know how this is going to turn out with Deshaun." So, or do they know? I don't know. They, yeah, there's conspiracies. They're probably over there doing a you know doing that Geppetto thing. All right, here's, okay. Because we haven't heard your thoughts on Deshaun in a while. I got no thoughts on Deshaun. Oh, you got <laughs> poor baby. <laughs> Poor baby. No, no, no. There's you a pattern. Gotta, uh, There's a pattern. Uh, uh, woo, dude. Really? I mean, let's call it what it is. Henry Thomas, as somebody who played 14 years starting in the National Football League, all right, three different cities that you yes. played in, and you had, what would you tell me, eight masseuses eight, eight over masseuses. that time? Yeah. Eight. 
and they were all fantastic. <laughs> He's Henry Thomas. I'm Fred Davis. That's A.A. Ron on the one, twos. And threes. Coming up next, we got a couple phone calls, and we'll get Henry's thoughts on the draft and this discussion about should rookies come to voluntary workouts, and what does that mean for veterans, and what does it mean for the whole team practicing as a whole? We'll get a guy who spent 14 off-seasons doing just that. Don't go anywhere. Henry Thomas, Fred Davis, this is ESPN. Nice. Bye. We don't get no, no, we don't get no, we don't get no, no, we don't get no. This is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. Listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. All right, all right, all right, all right. Give us a follow uh, at the Freddie D, at Henry Thomas NFL. That's Henry Thomas. The It's the fofo, baby. Y'all know what the deal is. Y'all know what the deal is. is. Uh, go to the Twitch video stream, the ESPN 97.5 Twitch. Now that Henry's in here, uh, I'll, I'll pay attention to it. We had a few folks. Uh, over, under 12 beers to get HT drunk. Over. Over. All day, every day. I drink All day, every day. 12 beers. Just in the three-hour window. Yeah. Yeah, I said over easily. Uh, easily. Oh, in a three-hour window? Oh, killing it. I, I, I'm doing. Uh, That's almost insulting. I'm, I'm, I'm doing I'm in, I'm in, in between that. I'm insulted by that question. Yeah, I'm insulted. I'm not. Listen, I try. I've tried to go tit for tat with this dude. All right, there's a reason why I've been sober for five years because I just learned that sometimes you're just better off not doing certain things and drinking with Henry Thomas, tit for tat. Well, you know, it, it's different. You're saying tit for tat. I'm a, you know, I'm a drinker. I can drink and all you that. Can. But when you drink, it's like <laughs> every drink is not like. Every drink for you were back in the day was like, oh, hey, let me try this. <laughs> Good, not great. Maybe need a little, mm, I know it needs something. I don't know. Give me another one of those. It's like, slow down, son. Slow down. <laughs> Boy, I tell you what, there's some stories on the north side from your boy. Some uh, Ranting and raving back in the day. Let's go out to, uh, we got some moms. Mom list, like I said, top five. Man, I'll tell you what, ESPN doing it big over there. I don't even know who she is. Top wow. five moms of all time. Let's go out to our boy Robert. Bobby, moms list. What you got? What it do, Acres Shakers? Oh, wait, you know it, baby. Oh, is this Bobby Atlas? Is this Bobby Atlas? You already know. <laughs> yes, Acres Shakers. What it do, Freddie D? What it do, Thomas Henry? What's up, A-A-Ron? <laughs> What's going on, my man? Is it? Is this? Is this Bobby oh, Atlas's? You know, cruising these streets. Hey, is this Bobby Atlas's sports, sports radio baby debut? To get this traffic. Is oh, it? you know that traffic yeah, was yeah, terrible. Yeah, yeah, gonna get that big debut, baby. Oh, enough yeah. said. That's how we do. Gotta enough said. Enough That's said. It. Bobby Atlas in the house, people. Bobby Atlas in the house. All right. Uh, first off, we got to give a shout out to Mama Atlas first and foremost. Uh, happy Mother's Day to Mama Atlas. Any any big plans for uh, the, the Atlas crew? I told Mama she's gonna have to wait till the fourteenth, bro, when the big check comes. Oh. You know, yeah, you know yeah. how we do it on the north, baby. You know, on, gotta wait uh, on the north, day. I don't want to take her out to something little. You know, yeah, I want to do something big. I want to yeah. go. 
We're going big steakhouse, big oh, steakhouse. Already. 14, so. That's right. That's right. No uh, no El Rancho buffet for Mama Atlas. We ain't got time for none of that. No, man. You know, you know we got to do it big, baby. We got to do it big. We got to go get them $100 steaks. <laughs> I would expect nothing less out of Bobby Atlas. So, all right. So we're gonna we're waiting for the we're waiting for the big check before we take Mama Atlas out. Totally can appreciate that. Everybody's got to grind. Everybody's got to str- hustle, do their thing. Uh, give us your top five moms of all time. I got you, bro. And I'm pretty sure I'm gonna steal one off of Mister Thomas's list. <laughs> go ahead. We're going. We're gonna start at number five. We're gonna go with Beverly Goldberg from the Goldbergs. Okay. okay. Number four. <laughs> We're going to go with Peggy Bundy. <laughs> yes! Bundy. That's a good one. Okay. At number three, we're going with uh, Lucy Ricardo. <laughs> she showed me. She showed me plenty of things, you know what I'm saying, back in the day. She gave me hope. She gave me hope. <laughs> Love it. Love it. I'm going to tell you one more uh, on there. Uh, Gemma Taylor. A lot of people might not know, but it's from the uh, the biker, you know, the, uh, what is it? What is it? The uh, biker what? show. Sons man. of Anarchy? On the Sons of Anarchy. Sons hey. of Anarchy. Wait a minute. Was that, was that the same lady that played Peggy Bundy? Yes, it was. <laughs> that was Peggy Bundy. <laughs> that was Miss Peggy Seagal. I, I, I was going to say, I think I, see a, I think I see a trend forming here. Uh-huh. Somebody got the, a little taste you know, for the ginger. <laughs> yeah, you got to type. But I got y'all. I got y'all for number one, man. I got y'all. Claire Huxtable, <laughs> the queen. Claire's the on the top. all-time queen. <laughs> Listen, the fact that she lived to tell about it says a lot about Claire Huxtable, all right? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's she why conscious. she's the queen, man. That's right. The fact that she was able to wake up coherent after doing shows with our boy Bill says a lot about. Hey, she's after all I me. Mean, she was a Madrashad's wife. Something to be said for that. Yeah, something to be said for that. Because you know, living with a mod couldn't be easy. Couldn't be. <laughs> Didn't last long, did it? Fans, man, you got to say something when Drake is constantly mentioning Claire Huxtable. That's exactly so right. So many years after she's been on TV, you know, she's a, she's a, she's an icon. She's an icon. Uh, one mom has, has been omitted from all these lists so far, so I'm, I'm anxious to get uh, our top five. Uh, other than that, tell the folks at home uh, what, 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 any 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 news, any new news. And I, listen, I know you're still hating on all all, all teams. Uh, go ahead and give us your thoughts on the Rockets possibly getting the first pick in the NFL, uh, NBA draft. Man, it don't matter if they get the first through fifth pick. Them boys ain't doing nothing. They rebuilding for years to come. That goes for the Texans, too. Let me get back to my character, man. Them Texans, you got that boy Davis. I don't even know what to say about that, man. That is just a shame that they even wasted that pick on that young man. He's already got the bum knees. It's like they got an infatuation with bum knees around this city or something. I don't know, man. And don't get me started on them Astros. Boy, they got lucky. They was about to get sweep by them big Yankees, baby. We ain't worried about it, though, because we know they ain't making it to the end. And your boy Bobby Atlas is out, boy. Y'all have a great weekend. Much love to all your mamas out there, man. They deserve all the love, and even more than that, they deserve the respect. Y'all brothers, keep up the good work, and I love you. And y'all be safe out there. H-Town Northside, what's up? You know what it is. You know what it is, our boy Bobby Atlas. Dropping it like it's hot. All right, real quick, let's go out to our boy Mickey. He wants to talk some smack about the Texans. Go ahead on, Mickey. What's up, Mickey? You better speak this time. 
Hey, Freddie D., how are you, sir? Uh, University of Kansas, class of 1907. <laughs> class of 1907. I think that was our last winning season, wasn't it? Did y'all ever have a winning yeah. season? And listen, listen, I'm just coming back from eight days in the Bahamas, and I happened to switch to ESPN, and I'm so damn proud that ESPN has finally got some quality help with you and Henry. Oh, and if I'd known man. Henry was there, I could have brought back some good sticks from Bahamas because all these guys are trying to sell me all these uh, good Cuban cigars. But, man, I am, I'm so sorry. But I just want you to know i got two comments, and I'll listen because I'm highly entertained. And I won't listen to Brand X ever again. As you know, uh, I was the president of the B.O.B. Hate Club. Yeah, we know you and were. Course, we know you were. Okay, but I have another club. It's called the Cal McNair Stupid and Greedy Club. <laughs> and let me just tell you what I thought was interesting with all this Deshaun stuff going on. If Cal should have been a radiologist where he did not have to be with people or communicate. Because just think about this. What if Cal would have listened to Deshaun because he lied to him and traded him before all this other uh, bad stuff came up? We got all these uh, draft picks and rebuilt. I mean, and that just goes to say Cal is an idiot. You know, his bedside manner, he needs to go to Disney World and go to charm school because people don't like talking to him. But uh, it's a pleasure to hear you guys talk. And uh, I'm going to start listening to Brand A, 97.5, because... That's only intelligent stuff, but I'll hang up and li- listen. And, Henry, if yeah. I, when I make enough money to go back to the Bahamas, I'll bring you back some good sticks. Man, I will appreciate it very much so. I think Fred know where to find some good sticks around Houston. But, hey, uh, now. hey, now. <laughs> hey, now. Watch out. Watch you got to watch him. No, you got to watch Depends on what's in him. Depends That's on what's it. in him. All right. What are, we, what are we talking about here? All right. Anywho's day. Anywho's. You know, we, forgot to ask, uh, we forgot to ask him about his top five moms. Oh, or at least yeah. give us top two or three. Yeah. Top two, two or three. Or three. Um, who knew Bobby Atlas was so big on uh, what, what's her name, Kate Kate Seagal? Yeah, not once but twice in the top five mom list. Seagal, that's it. That's it. That's it. See, I didn't know, and I guess you know that's what we're gonna have to do because I, I like I've got my top five list kind of already, but I didn't know we were gonna go with with TV moms. I didn't know because we uh, everybody's kind of gone with the uh, the TV mom. I'm although, all over the place. See, I am too. Yeah, I so am it too. Doesn't matter. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. We are ranking the top five moms of all time in honor of Mother's Day going down this Sunday. So, if you've got a mom that, or just you know, just in in general, all right. And of course, we were doing mom stories. Had a few people chime in with them as well. Uh, mom stories, top five moms. It's all about you, all right. It's all a man, you one time. All right, so two hours in the books. Here's what we're going to do in hour number three. All right, um, we're going to give a real quick. I, I, I gave kind of a dilapidated movie review already on Without Remorse. Uh, I want to get your thoughts real quick on a couple action. You know, where do you stand on cheesy one liners? All right, because if anybody okay. knows cheesy one liners, it's Henry Thomas. All right, we're going to each give our top five uh, top moms of all time me, A.A. Ron, as well as Henry Thomas. And. Tyler Scott had some very unfavorable things to say about Henry Thomas's wardrobe. What was it? Stick around. We'll dive into it next and whether he was fair or foul. That's Henry Thomas, the All-Pro. I'm Fred Davis. That's A.A. Ron. This is ESPN 97.5.
comes to sports betting, SportsMapBets.com is the site you need. From weekly betting guides to single game breakdowns of the point spread, money line, over, under, and more, SportsMapBets has all the info you need to make the best play. SportsMapBets.com. 